0: That's ChumbaCasino.com.
1: No purchase necessary. BTW proof. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
2: Love Talk
1: Radio. It's
0: From the Cyber Station USA studios, it's Music Friday, brought to you by Solar City, the end of the week program of Fairness Radio, where you choose the bands we interview and we put them on the air for you to talk to. Just go to our website, musicfriday.nationbuilder.com and click on your choice and tell us who you want to hear on the show. The top vote getter every week wins. And any kind of music is okay, well, maybe not classical, but rock. Hip-hop, country, pop, jazz, blues, they're all good. I'm your host, Patrick O'Heffernan. I'm in Los Angeles, broadcasting every Friday at 2 p.m. on the Cyber Station USA Network, the Blog Talk Radio Network, and our radio affiliates. It's August 23rd, 2013, and today we're going to be talking with the legendary Ray Bonneville. And we'll also have with us Susan Johnston. She's the director of the New Media Film Festival, where the hot new music videos first appear.
3: That's They Don't Know
0: Me by Valerie Ponzio. She's our break music this week. And I want to tell you, yesterday, yesterday I had the honor of interviewing the fabled actor and musician Harry Dean Stanton. He was with film director Sophie Huber, and and they had just completed a documentary on him. Harry Dean Stanton has been in over 250 films and television shows. Most recently, he was on Big Love an HBO series, and he's now shooting a new series for HBO due out this year. He's most famous, you'll recall, for his roles in Paris, Texas, and Repo Man. But ever since he was a kid, music was his love. Even while maintaining a busy music schedule in Hollywood, Harry Dean Stanton took time to play local clubs and venues with his band, the Harry Dean Stanton and the Repo Men, and his earlier band, *Harry the Harry Dean Stanton Band. The film will be out next month, And I asked Sophie Huber to join us here on Music Friday. She's been recording Harry Dean Stanton's music for almost nine years. She started in 1991, and there's a lot of it on the film. In the meantime, you can read my interview with Harry Dean Stanton and Sophie in next week's Vince Magazine. That's www.vincemagazine.com. And for those of you who are new to Music Friday, I'll post a... A record or film review, sometimes both in vents every week. Well, right now we're going to take a quick break to uh, welcome in our, our stations from around the country. And when we come back, Ray Bonneville will be with us. Don't go away. You're listening to Fairness Radio's new program, Music Friday.
4: Cyber Station USA is the future of radio. Get your business into the online future at the world's largest internet radio station. From banner placement on our homepage to any of our broadcaster stages, commercials on our video player, audio spots on any of our shows, or at the beginning of any of our on-demand broadcasts. Cyber Station USA offers competitive rates with a worldwide reach, a fully integrated one-stop shop social media broadcast platform. For more information, please contact our sales department at cameo at cyberstationusa.com. You're into the paranormal. Then you're into
0: Don Ecker and dark matter. Something I have been immersed in for 20 years. Lunar research on items known as lunar transient phenomena. For over 400 years, world-class astronomers have been observing Strange sights, lights, flashes, and other things on the moon. Provocative topics, listeners' calls, and interesting guests. My guest, Mr. Alan Stern.
4: On my website, I have a list of a 100 or so lunar conspiracy theories. I had to kind of come to terms with one of them that I hadn't really thought about. It's the
0: kind of show that might keep you up at night. The speculation is, at some time in our past, or perhaps even today, there is another presence on the moon. And I'm not talking about indigenous lunar folks. I'm talking
5: about a space base by somebody else on the far side of it. To the moon and we're
0: talking about music today and sometimes we're on the far side of the moon and sometimes we're not but right now i want to welcome in our radio stations around the country uh, also you know we've got an f we've got we're an am show but we've got some fm listeners and i want to say hi to our fm listeners they're way up there in ashland oregon and they're listening to us on the great kskq fm in ashland oregon and if you happen to be up in ashland oregon this summer Great Shakespeare festival, also great music there too. We're also uh, we also got a, a little ping from some of our uh, listeners in Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay, Florida, and they're saying hi to us on the fourteen ninety W W P R station in Tampa Bay, Florida. So hi everybody out in Tampa Bay! For everyone, you can hear us or you can talk to us, rather. You can call in 347-215-7511. That's 347-215-7511. If you happen to be at work and you've got your headphones on, your boss thinks you're watching that PowerPoint on how to market more stuff and you're not, you're listening to us, email us. You can email us at musiclive at gmail dot com. That's musiclive at gmail dot com. And we have opened up the chat room for all of our Block Talk listeners, so feel free to to log in on the chat room. Well, if you ask Ray Bonneville about his music, he will tell you that they're songs about life. People love each other, leave each other, come back together again, get hopelessly lost. Hell on some days they even take each other's lives, he says. Well, whatever story he tells, hope, love, murder, it's spellbinding. Ray Bonneville has a knack for putting lives to poetry and poetry to music like nobody else on the planet. His music is raw, it's hypnotic, and it's unique. No one can blend music, notes, and lyrics as skillfully as Ray, not just to paint a picture of the underside of life, but to suck you into it. His album, Bad Man's Blood, is one, is one unforgettable song after another, each one a novella that grabs your heart while it makes your toes tap. Now, he's on tour now, and he's traveling through the United States from his native Canada, and if you can see him live, you really should. But fortunately, he's taken a little bit of time to talk to us, Ray, welcome back to Music Friday.
4: Well, good morning, Patrick. How are you feeling,
0: man? I'm feeling really great. You know, it's Friday. I've I've listened to some music last night at the Santa Monica <laughs> Pier, and I'm going to hear some more this weekend. And I'm about to hear some more of yours, so it's great. Oh. Ray, you may not remember it, but the first time I saw you, it was at an Acoustic Vortex House concert in Marin County, Cali, California, a few years back. Oh, I don't sure, know if you
4: I, re- I remember that. I remember, okay. the, uh, I remember. I played there twice, I
0: think it was. Yeah, you did. And uh I sat in the front row in one of those co- concerts and I had to hold your mic stand steady because we were so <laughs> packed with people.
5: <laughs>
0: you you had the whole audience in 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 the palm of your hand. That was so much fun. I just I just had to say that. Well, before we talk about your music, let's let everyone know about your tour dates. Now, you're in California now. And tomorrow night, yep. you're going to be at the famous McCabe's in Santa Monica. And Sunday night, you're going to be at the Echo in Echo Park. And then you move back that's up uh, to the Bay Area, don't you?
4: Yeah, you know, I was going to do Strawberry after those two shows, but uh, the fires in Yosemite have canceled that uh, festival. So that's m- most unfortunate. So uh, if there are any folks out there that uh, were going to go to Strawberry um, we're looking to put another show together in the Sacramento area, but I don't know if that's going to happen or not yet. But, but yeah, I am going to be in Oakland at McCabe's at 8 p.m. and then at the Grand Old Echo at 5:30 p.m. and then I'm going to go up to Sisters. Uh, oh no, I'm going to do biscuits and blues uh, on the what? Uh, that is the 28th, and then up to Sisters, Oregon. <clears throat>
0: Okay. Well, well, that's quite a schedule. And I heard about the cancellation of the Strawberry Festival, and that's really a shame. Uh, That that fire is only 10% controlled, and uh, it's threatening Berkeley Camp, which is where I have spent... Years and years and years of my summertime, so I'm I'm watching that one too. I want to yeah. remind everybody that the um, uh, the concerts here in Los Angeles, just for, for you know the twenty thousand or so of you here in LA that listen, uh, those concert dates here in LA are at McCabe's. That's in Santa Monica. That's the uh, I think they've been around for fifty seven years there. They're almost as old as I am, and I that's at eight o'clock. And then um, Sunday you're going to be at the Grand Old Echo, and of course locals know it as the Echo, and that's an early show, mm-hmm. so that's at mm-hmm. five thirty. And then you're, you're going to be at Biscuits and Blues. They're, you're going to a blues place. Wait, is that new? Uh, well, no.
4: I've uh, I played uh, I played for Stephen uh, last last time I was up this way, and uh, I I played it also a bunch of years ago. Uh, you know, my stuff is kind of been dipped in blues, you know. I'm, I'm heavily influenced by blues, and I played for 20 years before I ever wrote a song, and I, all those years I was playing mostly blues music. Uh, I would play it the way that uh, I felt it. You know, I never copied the record. I always went my own way with it, so when I started writing, I had a kind of a bluesy kind of deal going on, so you know, I can cross over from folk, folk uh, venues to uh, blues venues to you know, those that that that's uh, something that you know seems to be happening. And uh, I, before we go too far, I want to mention that my show at McCabe's is with the great uh, Ernest Troost. It's a double bill, and Ernest is going to be on the bill too. And I'm with him, so uh, I want I want his fans to know that too.
0: You know, that may be so popular that that, that Lincoln, uh, the manager there, may drag you into a second show, right? Uh, I um, wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure, and I've, I've seen it happen. Um, since you talked about blues, I, I wanted to play um, a little bit of Bad Man's Blood, and let's talk a little bit about where that came from. Sure. Here's Bad Man's okay. Blood.
2: Papa said goodbye to the glass on the prison phone mama never cried just said boy you're a bad man son
0: now that that song affects me the way blues does, but i don't think it technically it's not really blues, is it
4: well you know that's a that's a good question because i mean what what makes something blues and or not uh is a slippery fish because even though it may not be a twelve bar traditional
5: mm-hmm. um,
4: blues song it's mm-hmm. certainly uh more blues than anything else i would say i mean uh you know. This kind of groove and this kind of story
0: is a very bluesy theme, you know. But it, and that's what I mean is that it affects me like blues. Now, mm-hmm. um, let me. Now on, on the tour, um, I know you're going back to Canada for a while. Uh, mm-hmm. Do you write and collect notes and stories for your songs? Something like "Bad Man's Blues"? Did that come out of your travels, or, or where did that come from? Yeah
4: well you know i am attracted to the to the people on the edge of society the you know the the criminals and the the, the shady people and uh you know I have a bit of a criminal mind myself, so i don't know <laughs> that's what makes me relate to them but um yeah, I know this story here uh is about a influence you know it's a young guy who's influenced by his father who's in prison and in verse one he's uh you know he's he's talking to his dad and then he's a, He's out on the road after having committed some robbery, and then in the second verse, he's in he's in the bank where he's where he's doing the doing the robbery, and he, he winds up killing a guy. And then in the last verse, he's uh, you know he's in prison just like his dad was. So it's kind of a little bit of a time travel in that song. And uh, yeah, I'm very attracted to, um, to to people out on the fringe, and uh, they they just are so interesting to me. And I think they're people that we can learn from, and I I certainly learn from them, you know.
0: Do, do you meet any of them on your tours <clears throat> yeah I, I i meet them
4: i look for them and uh i observe them and they may not know i'm observing them but i i am and uh, you know i've played a few prisons and have talked to some of the people in there and uh, um yeah so I you know i kind of do it somewhat uh stealthily you know but i do it uh <laughs> Uh, you know, they, I mean, they're in the newspapers and they're in they're in they're in documentaries and they're in uh, the news. You know, every single day. So, so, so you
0: know, these, are these are true. These are true stories. These are true stories well, about
4: real people. Well, they they, they are. Uh, I mean, but I can't. You know, like the characters in this song we're just talking about now is. Uh, you know, they're they're not specifically uh, you, you know people I've met. They're 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 stories about people that exist and. You know, I, I make them accessible to my listeners, and I don't. You know, I don't want the song to be mine, so I want it to be the listener, So I allow the listener, if I can, uh, the opportunity to put their own details in and and to imagine what else is going on. I'm merely suggesting an outline of a story. You know.
0: Okay. Well, well, here's a story that uh, is kind of interesting, and I'd like to to uh, play a little bit of it. Then we'll find out where it came from. This is "Darlin', put your suitcase down." All oh. right.
5: I'm
2: sure a lot of people out there have had
0: that experience. Did you have that experience, Ray? Yeah. Hi. Um, I'm uh, sure a, a lot of people out there have had a similar experience. Did you have a similar experience?
4: Well, sure, I did. Uh, <laughs> I, you know, um, probably
0: more than once. So, uh, so this is this uh, is a real. A song about you.
4: Well, sure, I'm in all these songs and and
0: uh uh
4: to some extent uh, you know I mean you can't rhyme fiction so you start out with the truth and then you go to fiction and uh uh you know this is a story that's universal. I mean you know, asking your lover not to leave it's it's uh it's pretty much everywhere in every country, every language, wouldn't it?
0: Okay. I would I would say it is, and it, it it's also mm-hmm. th- this song is really an earworm. Let's, let's take another little listen to it. Okay. <laughs> Now that sounds to me like like country western. Is that where you would put it?
4: Well, uh, yeah. I mean, uh, I don't know if it's country western, but it's certainly a, a familiar theme in the country, uh, uh, especially older country. You know, the, the George Jones country and uh, the Hank Williams country, mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. the, the simplified uh, story. The you know the guys the guy's blood is going to cease to flow if she leaves. Or, well, he's pretty distraught,
0: <laughs> right?
5: Yeah. <laughs> it,
0: yeah. It it falls in the category uh, of uh, somebody done somebody wrong song, I think. Yeah, it sure does, um, yeah. We're getting some emails in. Actually, we got some emails in before you uh, you started. And uh, Johnson in L.A. wants to know, are Canadian audiences any different than United States audiences? Now, that's an interesting question, are they?
4: Uh, well, you know, I mean, I, I I think that you know people are people, no matter what language they speak or where they uh, where they reside. You know, on which side of the of a line that man drew on the earth to say that I'm over here and you're over there. It's I, I don't really think that uh, you know audiences north of that line are different than uh, somebody on the on the southern part of that line. So, you know, I'm just I'm just. You know, uh, aiming at the visceral part of people. You know, uh, mm-hmm. so I would have to say, you know, I mean, I'm a Canadian. I was born and raised in Canada, speaking French, and uh, I moved to the United States when I was 12, and then I went back to Canada in uh, in uh, the the early 90s and stayed for a dozen or so years. So, you know, I've you know spent a lot of time in both countries, and probably have lived in in longer in the United States, but, uh, but I I keep my I keep my Canadian roots alive, and I I call myself a a Canadian or a North American since I'm, you know, a citizen of both
0: countries. Yeah. Well, I was wondering if if there are – since uh, uh, Johnson asked this question, it kind of kicked off a thought in my mind. Are there stories that resonate with Canadians that Americans wouldn't understand, and are there stories that resonate with Americans that Canadians wouldn't understand just because of cultural references and history and stuff? Or are we pretty much alike? Uh,
4: I think we're pretty much alike. I mean, you know, there are some things. I guess some
0: some pieces of news and things that comes out of Canada, but
4: more, you know, that that, uh, uh, that you know that might be more. Uh, oh, what's the word? Uh, uh, you know, more pertinent to one country or the other. But mm-hmm. I, I sort of don't go there. I don't, I don't really go there. I, I just, I'm talking about. I'm just talking, singing about humans, you know.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, um, we've got a a couple of emails here about blues so i'm going to just read one of them this is from Mary in Los Angeles and Mary wants to know have you ever done any straight blues albums
4: uh no um if they're talking about uh, traditional 12 uh, bar blues um you know the standard blues form no I, I i have not i've um you know i started making records pretty late in my life uh and uh when i did start I was kind of staying away from traditional uh, forms of blues because uh, I just wanted to have my own signature. And, uh, and and those 20 years that I played before I ever wrote a song, I was also developing that. So, you know, uh, mm-hmm. uh, that doesn't mean I won't ever do it, but uh, there's a lot, a lot, a lot of blues out there that's in traditional form and, and I respect it all and I, I really like it a lot. And uh, But it's kind of not my path, you know.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: And 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 you have a unique signature of your own, and uh, traditional twelve-bar blues is not that signature. That you have something that is totally only Ray Bonneville. Um, <laughs> Cecily in San Diego wants to know: Do you have a band, or do you play by yourself?
4: Well, on this tour, I'm by myself. Although I, I've got uh, on some of the shows, I've got uh, the great Richie Lawrence, uh, a piano player and accordion player that. Uh, uh, I used to play with in the seventies we had a band in uh, Colorado and so I've uh I'm gonna do a few shows with Richie and uh it's a pleasure to, to, to hang out with him and to play with him and uh, uh and sometimes I go out with a percussionist, uh, a guy named Jeff Arsenault from uh Halifax in Canada. Mm-hmm. And uh so we do have a sometimes a, a trio, uh drums uh, myself and bass or drums myself and uh, piano and accordion or uh you know, whatever he's Whatever is you know is, is yanking at me at the time, but uh, but most of the time, uh, Patrick, I'm I'm out by myself because uh, it's it's a simpler traveling and it's uh, it's uh, it's something I'm very very comfortable with. I've done for a lot of years and uh, I, you know I I just go out there by myself and
5: uh, sure, and do it. but
4: whenever I get a chance to play with somebody like Richie or or, or anybody else, Garth or if or Jeff Arsenault, I'm a uh, I'm thrilled. You know, it's like it's just a, it's just a bonus for me. Um,
0: do I remember correctly? And correct me here if I'm wrong. But you also have a um, a kind of a block of wood that's amplified that you tap your foot on.
4: I've got one for each foot, Patrick. I've got um, I've got uh, uh, pieces of plywood on the floor that are a little bit up off the floor with some uh, rubber feet, and I put microphones under them and. Uh, my right foot is kind of like the bass drum, and my left foot is a little bit like a snare. So I, I, I just really don't pay attention to my feet at all. They just go, you know. I mean, the, the way I started to, to do this is I was playing one day uh, on a porch that kind of had a hollow sound, and I heard, the, I heard my own feet, and, you know, I, I said, well, you know, that's part of the music, you know, right there. I'm going gonna to gonna have to bring that to the show.
0: You know, I, I completely agree with you, too, uh, that tapping your feet for me is, is part of the music, too, although I try not to do it too loudly when I'm in the presence of, a, of another musician. But I think that, that's really smart, and I'm glad I remembered that. We have um, um, uh, Sarah in Phoenix wants to know, and this is a question I was going to ask who is the craziest person you've met on your road that has inspired a song? Oh,
4: jeez. Oh, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't be able to tell you who the craziest is. Uh, I've met a lot of wonderfully crazy people.
5: Uh,
4: I, you know, uh, I just, I don't know uh, who that would be, but uh, there certainly are a lot to pick from. There's so many that I, sorry for the noise, I'm, I'm on the front porch here. Um, you know, I just love people that are a little bit off kilter, and that comes under the heading of uh, people on the edge of society, you know.
0: Yeah. We're, we're talking with uh, Ray Bonneville, and if you want to talk to Ray, you can call in three four seven two one five seventy five eleven, or you can email us. Fair uh, music. Friday Live at Gmail.com. That's Music Friday Live at Gmail.com. We're talking about his current tour. He's here in California. He's going to be in Los Angeles and McCabe's on Saturday and at the Grand Ole Echo, which locals know as The Echo, in Echo Park on Sunday, and then um, moving up to Northern California for Biscuits and Blues and then on to Colorado. His new album. Bad Man's Blood is one that everybody should download. So feel free to give us a call, 347-215-7511, or keep those emails going. Um, Ray, I've got one more song here I'd like to to play, and um, Mm -hmm. and then we'll talk about it a little bit um, afterwards. Here we go. Okay.
2: by the side
0: traditional blues song but boy it has that strong blues feeling to it. Mm-hmm.
4: That song is uh there's a little bit of me in that song and I would have to say that um uh, that's pretty close to home there. That, that that song is uh you know me late at night driving wondering what the heck you know I'm doing out there and seeing the cross and flowers on the side of the road and wondering who that was and you know how how come that's not
0: me yet really you know you know we we've all had that experience um i I'd, I'd say that's probably 100% of americans have driven past a cross and flowers on the road and uh mm-hmm. you put it in, in a lot of times you don't even think about it and you've made us think about it so i i really appreciate that song that's one of my favorite songs um oh. we've got um a uh, a piece here of uh or an email here from um, Geek in Palo Alto and uh, I'm surprised he was able to get that. Uh, Congratulations, Geek on being able to to, to get that handle I'm sure thousands of people applied for it from Palo Alto and Geek (laughs) wants to know, when you go to a new city on your tour do you take time off to wander around and meet people?
4: Well, I, you know, I mean, I, I do have the opportunity, but a lot of times I, I've, I've, I've woken up in a different city, and I've driven or flown, um, you know, part of the day, and then I, I'm at sound check, and the next thing I know, I'm on stage, and so the people <laughs> I meet are often people at the show, and I get a chance to say hello briefly to them. Uh, but when I want to have a couple of days off yeah i get it. i I go out and about and uh and look around and and say
0: hello to some folks if i you know if I get the opportunity to do that um, yeah
4: well, do.
0: well, I hope you do when when uh you're uh you're here in Los Angeles, and maybe some of my listeners can find you incidentally for all of you who have emailed in and asked us if the uh the concerts are sold out, we don't know, so I would advise that uh if you want to go. Call uh, McCabe's in 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 Santa Monica, and if they tell you that it's sold out, tell them they've got to have a second show. There's just no question; they have to have a second show. And I same sure thing. Uh, call the Grand Old uh, the, the Grand Old Echo in Echo Park and ask them. Uh, that's a pretty big place, so I uh, they it's not easy for them to to sell out. But if anybody can do it, Ray can do it. Ray, we are out of time, so I want to thank well, you so much for taking a break with us.
4: Well, Patrick, I really, really enjoyed talking to you, and thanks so much for for inviting me on your program, and uh, I want to say hi to the folks out there, and if they can come to the shows, I'd love to see them, and uh, the great Ernest Troost with me at McCabe's, and Richie Lawrence with me in Oregon, and uh, we do have a private show in Oakland tonight, but uh, I'm not sure I'm I'm at liberty to divulge what that is, but... um,
0: but
5: they'll see yeah. you at
4: biscuits and blues in the bay
0: area. Biscuits and Blues
4: are in San Francisco. Great. That's a great spot. They're good sound and uh I'm going to be uh I'm going to be on my game.
0: Okay, all right. And for everybody who wants a copy of his album or to find out more about his tour, go to the website RayBonneville.com. That's RayBonneville.com. Mm-hmm. Thanks again, Ray. When we return you, When we return, so you think your music video is a prize winner. And you put it online, well where do you go? The new media music film the new media film festival and the director of the new media film festival is your answer and she's gonna join us right after the break. Don't go away, you're listening to Music Friday.
2: Papa said goodbye to the glass on the prison phone. Mama never cried, just said boy. You're a bad man, son.
0: That's uh, Ray Bonneville's album, and once again, if you're in Los Angeles, he's going to be at McCabe's and at the Echo. If you're in Colorado or uh, San Francisco, he's going to be there too, so check the check the website. Real quick, I want to remind everybody that we are brought to you by Solar City. Solar City is your source of clean energy. In fact, it's the number one source of clean energy for homes and businesses across the United States. You've probably seen their bright green trucks with the ladders in the neighborhood. Well, when you see those trucks, that means one of your neighbor is getting one of your neighbors is getting solar power, and his or her electric bill is going to go way down. When I had solar installed on my house, my electric bill got cut in half. So how do you find out about Solar City and getting and getting solarized? Well, you call my friend Tina. That's right, there really is a Tina and she's at 909-618-6937. That's 909-618-6937 and you tell Tina and she's at Solar City, you tell Tina that I sent you you tell her that Music Friday and Patrick O'Heffernan and the whole Fairness Radio team sent you, and she will give you a $250 discount on your order. And speaking of that order, Solar City will install solar panels on your house and your business for no upfront cost. That's right. They're free. On approved credit, you get no installation cost. Those big installation bills are gone. You don't pay for anything upfront. All you do is sit back and enjoy the savings. Solar City installs the system. They maintain the system and they insure the system. All you do is pay for the energy that you use, just like in your regular utility bill, except there's a lot less of it being used because the sun's making it. So remember, 909-618-6937, 909-618-6937, tell Tina that, Music Friday, and Patrick O'Heffernan sent you, and you will get a $250 discount on your order. Well, it's no secret that to be successful, a band or a singer-songwriter today has to be online. Reverb Nation, Bandcamp, SoundCloud, Twitter, Facebook, MySpace, Instagram, and on and on. There are so many places that music can be found and has to be found today if bands are going to make it. When we talk to bands here, especially indie bands, they tell us that about their online lives, especially about their music videos. Long gone are the days when you fought, begged, pleaded and who knows what else to get a video on MTV. Now you create your own YouTube channel and you work on generating buzz and thousands or even millions of downloads. So it's no wonder that a great place to discover new bands, especially ones with kind of creativity or that are totally different than what you used to, usually listen to, and who are visual as well as musical, is the new Media Film Festival. The M- Music Friday has discovered great talent there, like Cotton Wine, and we troll it regularly for leads, so, no, so it is no wonder that many of you who are songwriters and musicians and producers want to know about it. How do you enter? Where is it? What does it do? All those kinds of questions. What are the prizes and what happens to people who win them? Well, as usual, we want to to answer your questions, so we went to the original source. Susan Johnston, who is the director of the New Media Film Festival, is with us right now. Susan, welcome to Music Friday.
1: Hello, Patrick. Thank you for having me on your show.
0: Well, first of all, tell us what the NMFF is, and where is it, and what does it do?
1: Okay, so New Media Film Festival honors stories worth telling, and yes, those songs you write tell a story. They also take people on a journey through sound, and now, of course, with music videos, images as well. Um, we love live music, so I'm so glad that um, the previous show you were supporting an artist that was gigging. Um, so New Media Film Festival is held annually in Los Angeles, California. We have 45,000 in awards. And we have 19 categories. Those categories can change as new media changes. And we implemented the music video category because in our very first um, festival, which was in 2010, although I founded it in 2009, by the time we, you know, launched, built, and had it happen, it was uh, 2010. There was a shot on red category winner, um, you know, the red camera, 4K resolution. Mm-hmm. And the name of it was The Final Breath of a main character. And what was so wonderful is it told a story as if it was a short. And then I I kind of looked at it and I went, this is a music video. It was so well done. And I went, brilliant. let I mean, I have a huge music um, background on my father's side. My great-grandfather was a big band leader. My dad booked bands all over the world um, and also a USO tour, which was really cool. Um, You know, so it's there. And... Once we implemented the music video category, it was quite exciting because we had brand new artists that had never done anything before but this one musical piece. And then we had famous people like Link, you know, Linkin Park and Semi Precious Weapons, Joan Osborne, you know, on and on and on. So it's been a wonderful platform for people to discover new, rediscover um, you know, love you know, talent that they've loved before and just haven't, you know, want to know what's coming out or what was on the shelf and they found a place to put it. And we're really excited about that.
0: Um how do um um well first first of all I want to want to say I didn't know you had this musical background. Um <laughs> uh, that that's quite a surprise and I guess that's a lucky break for uh, musicians that you did have the background so you recognized what a that this is a venue not only for filmmakers for for musicians so I'm very grateful to hear that. Do you play music yourself?
1: Um, I'm a vocalist. I have a three-and-a-half-octave range. I was in a band for 15 years that opened for classic rock bands. My largest audience was 15,000 people. Um, I've had three <laughs> songs national, and I have a couple of songs that are out with a Grammy-nominated record producer. And he goes, you're not singing on them. And I go, that's okay. Because <laughs> <laughs> when you said, the, when I, you know, you have to... First of all, you can't have an ego. It's really all about the music. So, you know, yay, I'm glad you love it and you want, you know, I can't mention the names, but he has some really great choices. And so, you know, that's wonderful. Um, For those that don't write their own songs, you know, songwriters are the ones that make the money. So that's why I support live music as much as possible because it's the vocalist that's attached to that song, they're not making money on the download of the song. They're, they make money when they gig. So we actually, after we implemented the music video category, we implemented live music opening up the show. Um, and that so last year, Arena Maliba opened up with a um, mm-hmm. Serving Berlin tune. And then mm-hmm. this year, I had, oh my gosh, I had opera. I had Charles Iliash uh, singing Bellini. I mean, it's just breathtaking, it's breathtaking to sit in an audience filled with people ready to watch 3D films, and you open it with live music. I'm just telling you, there's just not a, a better feeling in the world than
0: this. I imagine that, and and since you, you mentioned Irina, who has been on this program, why don't we play a little bit of that music that opened the, uh, the festival? This is okay, Let's Face the Music.
3: The fiddler,
0: the fiddler. That was Irina. That uh, let's face the music, and of course, Irina has been on the show here, and we found her at the New Media Film Festival. We have with us uh, Susan Johnston. Uh, Susan uh, is the director of the New Media Film Festival. She has pr- a pretty strong music background of her own, and she has introduced music into the uh, the new music, the New Media Film Festival, and. Susan, uh, we've got a lot of emails here from, from from musicians and song singers and songwriters, and they all kind of boil down to one thing. So why don't I read one here from um, Randy in Toledo. And Randy says, wow, I, I knew nothing about this. I'm here in Ohio, but uh, I can still send things to Los Angeles, so how do I enter? Oh,
1: Randy, you are so sweet to ask, and I love Ohio. Um,
5: He's so in Toledo, isn't media-
1: uh, well, well, Ohio is the whole state. <laughs> yeah. I was on. Um, I, I actually was on a show, and we toured the country, and we went through Ohio, so that's why I, I gave a shout out to mm-hmm. Ohio, the whole mm-hmm. state. But um, Toledo is great as well. So go to newmediafilmfestival.com, dot com. N e w m e d i a, and then filmfestival.com. dot com. And on that site, you'll see easily submit or attend. So you'll click the submit button, and then you choose your category with which is music video, what I'd like to do is I'd like to give you a promo code. You can use it any time in any category, and it's going to save you $10. Very mm-hmm. simple. It's Twitter, the, the, the word Twitter, all lowercase, and the number 10, so Twitter10. And then enter that promo code and submit. It'll tell you how to get your music to us, but honestly, for the reviewing process, we can look at a link. You can send us a link online. Um, what's really exciting is our judges for our music video category are one is a two-time Gemini winner, which is the Oscars for music in Canada, and his name's Ron Prue. And then Barry Goldberg is a two-time Grammy-nominated uh, record producer, and I always he has he's worked with so many people like Smashing Pumpkins, etc. So I, the only one I know that he actually got nominated for was Fleetwood Max, The Dance. And mm. although he's worked with a gazillion artists, I don't want to represent the other one that he got nominated for. Great, great guys, great musicians. And I love talking with them because they have opposite tastes. So um, when the judging time is up, those conversations are really fun, really amazing, and they really care. They care about the music that people are making, uh, the sound that you hear as a listener, um, it's important to keep music going. Um, we all, I feel personally, that it's it's a language, it's a sound current, and it raises the vibration of the planet.
0: We're talking with uh, Susan Johnston. She's the uh, director of the New Media Film Festival, and we're talking about how music is part of the New Media Film Festival. You can be part of this three four seven two one five seventy five eleven, or you can email us at uh, music. Friday Live, that's Music Friday Live, all one word, at gmail.com, and uh, you can also log in on the chat room, and I see we've got a couple people here on the chat room, so let us know if you have any questions for Susan. We have um, um, uh, a lot of questions about how you attend, but bef- before we get to that, um, is there, w- w- tell us a little bit about the structure of the actual festival. First of all, where is it, how long does it go on, and how do you, how is it set up?
1: So it's in Los Angeles, California, at a state-of-the-art theater called the Landmark. It's on West Pico Boulevard, which is called the West Side of Los Angeles. Um, I mean, state-of-the-art sound and visuals, comfort, design. Uh, a lot of the studios use that facility to um, screen their products. I know that there's a private room of just you know that holds 40 with couches that you know, major, major directors go in and, and, and watch their product. So, um, June 10th and 11th, 2014, is our next festival in Los Angeles. It's a, just a two-day festival. We have um, red carpet, fresh chunket, VIP soiree, an international art exhibit, a networking lounge, a new media marketing table placed on take one, art on wall exhibit. That's going on all the time throughout the festival. Opening night is uh live music to open. It's one song and it's 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 called from various different ways. Someone that entered, someone I ran into, because oh, of my music, you know, background is like, Hey, how you doing? Oh, what are you doing? <laughs> I mean friends of mine. I mean friends of mine, like um you know, Ralph Carter was the bass player for Eddie Money, Gary Malibur, you know, co wrote Abercadaver with Steve Miller and was his drummer Franklin is Lenny Um Krapitz's um drummer. So these are all these are all my peeps, so to speak. I mean it goes on and on and on. Um the keyboard is from Black Eyed. So they're great musicians that could come out solo with something they have or with their band, or just someone I run into that, that has great music. Um, sorry, I got a little sidetracked, and I got excited about music. So opening night well, that's, is 3D. And,
0: hey, but that's what we do here, you know.
1: <laughs>
5: <laughs> so um,
1: opening night is 3D, and then we have we have Q and A's with the filmmakers, and then the next day is the screening of the other categories interspersed with panel discussions, closing night programming, and then award ceremony. Um, celebrities come, musical artists come, press come, fans, uh, film lovers, studio heads, um, creatives. Types in all different aspects of the industry. But what's really nice is we have events throughout the year and they're throughout the world and they're random because it depends on what's offered and what we can go to. So, for example, last year I was in Romania and Austin, Texas. This wow. year it's going to be Providence, Rhode Island, and I've been asked to speak in South Africa, but the date has not been confirmed, and I'm also trying to go to Oct- uh, London in October. So, please um, check. Let me ask
0: you real quick. Uh, yeah. You mentioned Austin, Texas, and we have we had an email which has been sitting here from Rasty in Austin, and Rasty wants to know if you have any connection with South by Southwest in Austin, Texas.
1: So, the connection I have is an amazing experience by attending the festival. Okay. I don't I I was actually a stringer for Below the Line at the time that I went, which meant I could write articles. So, um, you know, I went as press, but I also went as a film lover, so I I, I like to immerse myself in the experience versus analytically looking at it to, you know, come up with a response to what I saw. And I love Austin. I love everyone I met so much so that I um, wanted to buy a second home there thinking I might retire there someday, but then I realized I'd like to go back East, where my family is from. Um, So I love you, Austin, but, you know, I'm going to go back home to uh, the East Coast at some time. So that's my connection there. I think it's a great festival. I do think people should go. They also have a music component of it. Um, So I have all good things to say about, you know, my experiences with uh, South by Southwest. Well, you you were
0: talking about the the landmark being a a great place, and I was actually there two nights ago uh, to to, just for a pre-screening of The World's End, and then an interview with the director and the stars. And that's the kind of people who show up at the the landmark. So if you're in Los Angeles, you uh, this this is not a place uh, that that uh, this is a place where you should definitely be at. It's a great place for connections. Uh, Susan, we've got uh, a whole lot of other people who have questions for you here, so um, I want to I want to give them an opportunity. Um, Alicia in Los Angeles says, "I am in Los Angeles. How do I attend the festivals?" Uh, do I buy tickets, or are there special passes? What's the deal?
1: Great question. Thank you for asking. If you go to newmediafilmfestival.com, there's a Submit and Attend button right there on the right-hand side. You shouldn't mm-hmm. be able to miss it. It's blue. Click the Attend and sign yourself up on the wait list. It's free. It's free to sign up on the waitlist, And then you will be the first people to be notified when tickets, and festival badges will go on sale, and you have your choice. We do three-hour blocks of programming, um, and they're $20 tickets, but that includes the Q&As and the screenings and all the other stuff I told you about, the networking lounge, et cetera. Um, we clear out the, the venue to clean it up, and then we repack it with the next um, you know, section of screening, the three-hour block. Or you can buy a two-day festival badge for ninety five dollars, but it's two days and it includes everything in the VIP soiree where there's two drinks and some appetizers and all the speakers, judges, you know, sponsors, industry execs and filmmakers.
0: It's, so uh, just it's, get it's on our wait
1: list and we'll let you know.
0: Great place to make make connections, I'll tell you. If you're again, if you're in Los Angeles, or even if you're not in Los Angeles, because we have a uh, uh, an email here from Talker Up in New York City, and Talker Up says, "Geez, why don't you have a, a festival like this in New York? We have lots of indie films and lots of indie bands. It, it's a natural."
1: Well, you know what? I love New York, and we have brought what's called our screening series to New York, and it was at Showbiz Store and Cafe in the Flatiron District. And we've done that for two years in a row, and I asked them if I could come back this year and give a free screening around Christmas time of a previous song we had called Cork of State, a beautiful, beautiful film from Germany, all the in English. And um, they unfortunately told me that they no longer are having outside events at their place. It was, um, again, I love New York. I'd love to go there. So if there's somebody, some venue in New York, it you know, doesn't have to, it can be 40 seats. It can be you know, hundred and fifty to five hundred, doesn't matter. It could be a university. If you have a space, we'd be happy to come back. Just um well, you can actually contact us through the website. We have a contact button, upper right hand corner. We have made that website your one stop, you know, shop. So just click a button that has the title of what you want to know about.
0: And give us the URL again?
1: New Media Film
0: well I I have a question for you. Um you 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 said you you have panels. Um do you ever have musicians on any of the panels um when they when you screen music videos?
1: I did have I had Barry Goldberg on my panel for the the new media panel Who what why What how of new media and then I've also had him handle the Q&A. Um I also have an interviewer from, a writer from the Huffington Post, Zach Gruber, so, and and what's, oh my gosh, what's really cool is Zach Gruber used to program music, he used to be a DJ at a radio station, it's just shocking, a radio station in New York, seriously, it's like, it's so amazing, I, I, I mean, I love creative types and artists, we, you know, we wear different hats at different stages in our life, I mean, if I could paint, I'd paint. (laughs)
5: I'm <laughs> really good at stick figures.
1: But <laughs> you know the brush dust you know, the brush dust you know, it doesn't go where I want it to go. So um yeah, yeah so it's it's the- we do, we do. Every single okay. thing about what we do is about moving the artist forward.
0: Uh, and for those of you who may not know, Barry Goldberg is a fabulous blues and rock keyboardist and songwriter and record producer. He's got every, everything. So the fact that you had him there means you had some really smart people there. Um, we've had a. Uh, which, however, that brings up an, another question uh in in the soirée or in the lobby outside or do you uh are there opportunities for people who produce music videos to meet musicians i mean do, do those kind of connections uh, ever happen
1: well every single person that's accepted into the festival gets a festival badge so mm-hmm. we give them an opportunity to, to not have to pay to attend walk the red carpet network and, and you know participate in every event so yes you know mm-hmm. um we we have we have distributors come by. We have record execs come by. We also, um, you know, I'm a member of BMI, so I I know people from there, and I invite them, singer songwriters for you know Sony Music Licensing. These are all friends of mine. They all are on my database. So I mean, Oscar nominees, you know, all these people are all doing other things. So just you're absolutely right come down network see see the screenings listen to the people speaking so then you can converse with the other people that are enjoying the festival as well and then you find new friends and those new friends collaborate every single year i have gotten feedback where you know people have been so called discovered or offered other items everything from a distribution deal from discovery to being flown to france to have uh, their content screen there to someone uh, collaborating for another band. Um, I wish more of the filmmakers would recap. And I guess I could send out a survey and say, you know, hey, what connection did you have? But, but truthfully, we are all so busy um, yeah. making these things happen that I'm happy that those that are compelled enough to email me and go, hey, you know, thanks so much this happened. Uh, I'm grateful for that.
0: Well, uh um, Once again, tell us the dates for next year's festival.
1: Okay, so New Media Film Festival Los Angeles is June 10th and 11th, 2014. And get on the wait list for free, newmediafilmfestival.com, click attend. And the reason why I don't really sell tickets right now is because we're still accepting submissions, still figuring out, you know, the who, what, and why of this particular year. And because it's our fifth year, I mean, I, I, it's going to be bigger and better than ever. <laughs> like the bar is just raised. Um, so we
0: have we have we have a, 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 a we have a lot of people here who are asking, what does it take to submit? So what are the qualific- what, what 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 is required? Do they send a video in? Does it cost money? Where does it go? What 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 happens? When and what's the judging okay. process?
1: Okay. So when you go to newmediafilmfestivals and we, and we have one minute, collected- minute left. Okay, so all you do is you submit, there is a fee, currently the early bird deadline is $60 minus your promo code, it's $50 to enter. Every entry gets considered for screening, competition, and distribution.
0: Okay, all right. So
1: that's what happens, and then
0: your receipt tells you more. So go to the website, and if you've got a, a music video that you want to enter, go to the website. And if you're a musician, uh, an independent songwriter, independent music producer, this in June, June 10th to June 14th, is the place you need to be. Whether you've entered something or not, you will have a great time, and you'll meet some great people, too, including Susan Johnson. She's out there at the desk herself. That's where I first met her. Susan, we are out of time, but this has thank been you, thank wonderful.
1: Thank you, thank you, thank you.
0: Oh thank you this has been wonderful we love to help out musicians and I and this is the kind of information that I know is going to help a lot of people Susan Johnson
5: to director-
0: Oh yeah, (laughs) Susan Johnson, director of the New Media Film Festival. Well, you've been listening to Music Friday with Patrick O'Heffernan on the Cyber Station USA radio network, the Blog Talk radio network, and our affiliated radio stations around the country. If you like us on Facebook or you uh, tune into our Twitter feed, you'll get real-time updates on our guests and our topics. Our producer is Lars Christensen. Our program director is Jason Bartlebin. I am Patrick O'Heffernan, your host. This program is produced by Fairness Radio Productions at the Cyber Station USA Studios in Quincy, Massachusetts. And the Fairness Radio Studios in Los Angeles, California, the great Los Angeles, California, the home of the New Media Film Festival. You can download this and other Fairness Radio programs at cyberstationusa.com or at blogtalkradio.com. Tune in next Friday. We're going to have a rising young star, Blake Collins and... We will talk with the director of the new and very intimate documentary on Johnny Cash, My Father and the Man in Johnny Cash. The director is Jonathan Holitz. You don't want to miss that. But right now, stay tuned for Mike Siegel on Cyber Station USA and tune in Monday to my Fairness Radio show because Chris Angelus is going to join us from our Boston studios with her great music. She's going to play some tunes and talk about the East Coast tour. Have a great weekend and make sure your weekend is filled with music. Good night, everybody.
5: Bye-bye now. Yay!